Hey friends, it's Diana. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's a Wednesday, so today I'm talking about health journey. And specifically today I'm going to talk about anxiety as I have been experiencing so much lately. And um, I just wanted to talk about it. If you're someone who struggles with anxiety, you are not alone. I, I feel like I go through these periods where my days are about managing anxiety. And so I wanted to specifically talk about how I kind of pulled myself out of it this morning um, a little bit, although I still am feeling some of it. And then what are some of the steps and signs and things that you can do when you're experiencing it, experiencing it. So I'm going to stumble through this. I hope this reaches someone that this helps. Um, and so here goes. So. Basically, uh, my little girl started first grade today. My, my high schooler started a couple weeks ago, but we're separate districts, and so my little girl started today, and I was very nervous about her starting her first day. I have no idea why. She was fine. She was not nervous. It was all me. For what? I don't know. And that's the thing about anxiety is sometimes it's these racing thoughts or worries that we have that aren't really founded in something substantial, while other times it could be something like, you know, my kid had a car wreck and ever since then I've been just feeling nervous about them getting back behind the wheel again. Um, so whether it's founded in something that is truth-based or whether that it's founded in something that is just more like a racing thought, the, the reaction in my body specifically is the same. Um, it's pretty paralyzing. Um, I've been having some other thoughts around my marriage and my husband, um, so since my accident, so we started on this like sort of fitness journey together, uh, maybe two years ago. And about a year ago, we started training together at this gym. But since my accident, um, it's not, I'm not at his fitness level anymore. We are not working out in the same group. And as a matter of fact, it's become sort of like we're on different days. And I really... Between that and then like some other things that have happened recently where it's just like, it's just not the same that it used to be. I'm just getting this, it's kind of hard to talk about. Like this feeling that I know is not true, but it's still this feeling like I just feel left behind. And I don't want to make him feel that way because I certainly want him to continue on his journey and I'm super proud of him and I don't want to ever like who wants to be the person that's holding someone back. But at the same head at the same uh, time, you know, like for instance, we went to Hawaii and the whole family hiked diamond head and he charged up the hill like on his own with two of the other kids. Um, part of that is because he had Lincoln on his back. So he's probably trying to get the walk over as fast as possible. And then part of it is that like he's physically able and he wants to go and he doesn't want to be held back with the rest of us. And so in other times when we, every time we go to Waikiki, it's like a really special place for us. We, um, have always hiked it together and gotten up there together and experienced it together and noticed things together and explored rock formations together and seen the views together and all that. And it was totally alone. I was totally alone going up. Um, I spent some time with my son, which was great, um, kind of waiting in the shade for the rest of the group. And then I was kind of alone on the way back down. And that's sort of how the summer has felt for me. I've just felt very like 
isolated. And part of it is this injury. And I, you know, I've kind of read about concussions and what that kind of does to you mentally. Um, so there's all these like pieces and I'm sure if you, if you're struggling with anxiety, you have different pieces, but they're all just pieces, right? It's everybody just has pieces that are sort of this building block that eventually build up to where I was this morning, where we had said last night, Hey, we're going to go work out in the morning. And the alarm went off and I was like, I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to go. I am just feeling anxious. I didn't get a good night's sleep. So I laid, it wasn't like I went back to sleep and like blissfully like slept for an hour or had coffee. I laid there and just like racing thoughts, just racing, racing thoughts. And, am you know, am I a bother? Am I a worry? Am, am I going to spend, like, it's just like all these things that are just really thoughts, but they're no fun to, they're no fun to deal with. And also it causes a physical reaction in my body. Like my heart beats faster. I feel like, like I roll onto my side into a ball under the covers. Um, I kept thinking to myself, you should get up and ride the exercise bike at least because that's going to help you or get up and make the bed or get up and take a shower, get up and do something. Because it wasn't like I was in bed to sleep. I was in bed because I was like paralyzed with anxiety, right? So interestingly enough, yesterday I was scrolling on um, social media and I came across Mel Robbins, who I follow. And if you don't follow her, follow her. She's so great. And she's taping from a treadmill and she's like, hey, this is a shout out to all the fellow exercise haters. I'm not loving it today. I don't want to be doing this today. But... I know that I need to do this to get out of this like low vibe place that I'm in. And it really like this morning helped me a lot. She's got a book. I think it was called five, four, three, two, one, where it was basically like, if you are paralyzed with anxiety or fears or racing thoughts or whatever, you count backwards five, four, three, two, one. And then you just burst out of bed and you go forward and you do something, whether that's, you know, for me this morning, it was um, getting up and putting on my sports bra and, brushing my hair and teeth and getting some nutrition, uh, getting a cup of coffee and then telling myself, stay calm. This is your daughter's first day of school. Your husband's in a great mood. He just came back from a workout. You don't need to ruin everyone's morning. Just like get through the morning until you're alone. So I did, I did those things. And I actually told him when he walked in the door, I said, you know, I'm going to go hop on the exercise bike. I did 10 minutes, 10 minutes barely anything on the exercise bike. And you know how immediately much calmer I felt crazy, right? Like I felt not totally better, but a lot better pretty quickly. So I did the exercise bike. I got through the morning, packed the lunch, took her to school, shed my few tears, watching her go into the classroom. Then one of our routines is to go watch the waves in the morning for a few minutes before we have to go to work. We went out and watched the waves and we kind of talked a little bit and I told him some of the things that I was going through cause he could tell. And I, through talking to him felt better. And then I hopped out of the car at the beach and I walked home from there. I'm like, I'm just going to walk home from here, which is like a 25, 30 minute walk. And by the time I got home, now I'm still sitting here in my sweaty sports bra. I still need to shower. I still need to make the bed, but I feel a lot better. So it's almost like that action of moving through that cloud, that fog that I was in, 
has kind of gotten me not necessarily totally to the other side because some of those things that are a problem are still a problem. Like I still am feeling a bit left behind. I still am feeling um, overwhelmed because of work. I still am feeling those same feelings, but I'm not paralyzed by them anymore. So I did want to say that I think it is important to put some thought into what things can be in place for you when you go through something like this. Things that helps me a lot is perspective. There is a like Pinterest quote thing that's going around right now that says, if you can lay a healthy kid down in a warm, safe bed to sleep in, you have won the lottery of life. And when you think about people who are uh, challenged with children who um, aren't well, and they're trying to navigate an unhealthy kid, how, how much that is, um, or to live in an unsafe place, or to not be able to provide for your children. There's a lot of perspective to be gained by looking at something like that and thinking like, okay, okay, let's, I do have problems, but you know, let's have some perspective on that. Another thing that helps me a lot is to have some regular things that are safety nets that are set in place. So lo and behold, today at 11 o'clock, I have my monthly phone call with my therapist um, that's basically set up for maintenance. I could, anytime I want, give her a text and be like, hey, can you hop on the phone? And I have utilized that lifeline a couple times throughout the year that's happened. But generally, it's just a, a maintenance call that we have once a month where she and I chat and catch up and I let her know what's going on and she gives me some insights and help. And it's, you know, partially counseling and partially coaching and partially encouragement. And it just, it makes a big difference in my life and that that's already set up. And I know like even on a, like if I was having this day two weeks ago, I'd be like, okay, when's my appointment with Jill? And I'd look it up on my calendar and be like, okay, next week I get to talk to Jill. So happens I get to talk to her today, but it is nice to have somebody regular that you can talk to that's a professional that has no investment or no, um, you know, like she doesn't have any reason to say something one way or the other. And it, none of the stuff we talk about is about her. Um, I literally don't even know what she looks like. I've never met her. We just talk on the phone. So something like that, like a regular thing that is a safety net. Another big safety net is exercise. Like having exercise set up makes a huge difference for me. Um, because I'm not, I'm not athletic naturally. And I, I didn't grow up as an athletic kid. I never played sports or anything. It's very easy for me to fall into my, my like, I don't want to call it lazy, but just kind of like less active ways. That's a great way of putting it. Like I definitely, if I'm feeling down, I become less active. Um, so having something set up and, and not just like, Oh, a workout partner or, a way of working out or a place that you work out. Those things are all important, but sort of a mentality around it. Like I have five kids. So if I, if I need to get Lincoln to the park, who's six and get some exercise and she needs to have a play date and it's my turn to play there, I know I can put on a pair of shoes and walk in circles around the playground and that can count as exercise. I know I can go to the gym. I know I can go out on our exercise bike. I know I can go for a walk. I know I can, you know, do some sort of, there's so many different options that it's hard to get to a place where I'm like, oh, I can't work out. 
So that is definitely a big safety net in my life. That is, in a nutshell, what sometimes um, anxiety-filled mornings look like for me. I love that now they are fewer and further between. I would attribute that to the fact that um, I get regular exercise, which really helps my brain chemistry. For whatever reason, that is a big band-aid for me. Um, I've also been in seasons of my life where medicine, um, being medicated for uh, my mental health, was something that I really needed. And so if that's something that you feel like you're struggling with this more than a few times um, a month or whatever, that maybe, maybe it might be time to reach out to somebody. I will say, though, I think what I wanted to get across today was that anxiety is very real. And some people deal with it more than other people do. Um, I know that there's people that struggle with it far worse than I do. And there's some people that don't seem phased by anxiety at all. Like my husband does not have a lot of anxiety. He's a happy-go-lucky guy. Um, does he have worries? Sure, he has worries. But he doesn't like get like just like wound up about things that aren't even happening. And that's kind of what I do. So if you do struggle with anxiety, just start out by knowing that you're not alone. A lot of people struggle with it. Not a lot of people talk about it. Not a, people, a lot of people are honest about it, but a lot of people struggle with it. It's real. Um, see if you can put things in place that would be sort of a crutch for you to get you to that next place. Um, I was thinking to myself this morning, I was envisioning myself as like I was the frog and then there was like all these worries like 10 lily pads were the worries and I was just like this manic frog hopping from lily pad to lily pad to lily pad <laughs> worrying and worrying and worrying and I know myself I'm 52 years old almost and I've been around long enough and been through this long enough to know the little things that will help me my little like if my my environment is cleaned up if I've gotten some exercise, if I'm clean and I've gotten a shower, if I feel like I look nice, if I feel like I have something coming up, someone to talk to that is positive in my life, um, I feel like it's more maintainable. Um, but yeah, it's real. And it's taken me a long time to even get to this point where I can manage it as well as I can. So... I just wanted to say if you are a 15 year old, a 25 year old, 35 year old, 45 year old, whatever 85 year old stage you're at and you struggle with anxiety, you are not the only one. I know for me, I was super glad that I had seen Mel Robbins thing where she was like, get up and get a walk because I freaking hate, she was cussing up a storm. She's like, I hate exercise. I do not want to do it, but I know it's what I need to do. And it's true. I know that's what I need to do. So whatever it is that you need to do for yourself, try and do that. Try and support yourself. Try and show up for yourself as best as you can and know that you are not the only one. Thank you for listening and I hope that this was a helpful, helpful podcast for somebody.